I, I think getting in front of people is just so important, you know, keeping yourself uh, relevant to them and making sure that you're, you know, giving them information, but also showing interest in their business. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Live from the Lanes podcast brought to you by the Greater Rockford Auto Auction. I'm your host, Abigail Balk. Keeping up with market trends and best business practices can be difficult, but we're here to help. Every month, we'll be talking with auto industry members like you on things like culture, customer service, technology, leadership, entrepreneurship, safety, and more. Let's get started on this month's episode. Today, we are talking about the use of technology in the auto industry, and I'm joined by Bridget Shepler, sales manager at Akron Auto Auction. Bridget graduated from Kent State University with her degree in sociology and a minor in English. She started her career in the auction business in 1996 and was hooked right away. She has experience working in various roles, including registration, sales, and online sales. Welcome, Bridget. Thanks for joining us today. Well, it's great to be here, Abby. Thanks for having me. We're also joined by Tom Crawl, online account manager from the Greater Rockford Auto Auction. Tom graduated from Illinois State University with his degree in business management. Tom has over 18 years of experience in sales in the automotive, pharmaceutical, and finance industries. Tom joined the Gras team in 2014 as an outside sales representative and later transitioned into his role as online account manager. Welcome to Live from the Lanes, Tom. Thanks for having me, Abby. So to kick things off, we'll start with some easy questions, just so that way listeners can get to know you guys a little bit better. Then we'll jump into the harder ones. Tom, we'll start with you. What has been your favorite memory while working in the auction industry? Well, I've had a lot of great memories um, in the auction industry. I would say uh, the most memorable is really just sell day. I really look forward to sell day. Uh, you know, we look forward to seeing our customers, uh, the interaction, the fast pace, the environment. It's just fun to get to know your customers, whether it's just small talk, talking about family, talking about business or their hobbies. But uh, I'd say my favorite memory is really each Wednesday on sale day. What about you, Bridget? What would you say is your favorite memory from the auction business? Well, first of all, this is a great and very tough question. It's really not fair, Abby. (laughs) I have so many great memories and uh, trying to come up with my favorite one was just impossible. So I just picked one that I'm really fond of. Um, Last Halloween, Amanda Barker and I that work the IF desk every Tuesday, uh, we were dressed up kind of differently from the rest of the office. um, And we always dress up for Halloween here. Um, So everyone else dressed, uh, well, the main office dressed as... um, Uh, where's Waldo? So they were all wearing, you know, the red stripes and the glasses and all that. And uh, she was a voodoo doctor and everyone complimented her outfit. And she had like on this top hat and this big black leather jacket. And it it was just really cool. And uh, I dressed as the headless horseman. And um, I bought this little prop with the, um, you know, with the broomstick and the stuffed head on top. And of course it, nowadays they have them, they record, um, the horse kneeing, you know, like, so it's making this horse sound. So I went around pushing that all day and that was really fun. But then when they went to take the picture of the office group, they were out in the bays and Amanda and I decided to photobomb them. So we ran outside and ran back in through the man door and came around the block and surprised everybody um, running by with our headless horseman and voodoo doll. <laughs> I mean, voodoo doc um, uh, outfits. So, but it was, it was a really fun experience. Bridget, who would you say has been the most influential person to you? Um, Well, I was kind of raised on the, you know, it takes a village approach. Um, My mom was a single mom, so I was around a lot of different families growing up. So I don't really have one person. Um, You know, I go to Trisha Short a lot, uh, one of our managing partners, but I also, you know, 
uh, bounce things off of Casey Payne, um, human resources manager, and and Kaylee Robinson, our registration manager, um, and and really just our whole team. I mean, I I just everyone is a big influence to me, and I try to try to uh, make my decisions based on, you know, after talking to a lot of different people. Um, So I would say our whole team is a big influence to me. I feel like that's a good way to look at it too, because there's always different things you can learn from other people. So Uh, Tom, what about you? Who's your most influential person? Yes, I I would agree with, uh, with, with Bridget in some aspects that um, to narrow that down to one influential person, uh, there's a lot of people in my life that have had an impact on me. Um, I would say obviously the most impact will be my parents, you know, growing up with work ethic and uh, the demeanor that I have these days, I have to credit to them. But um, again, it kind of goes back to who you surround yourself with every day. And uh, I have, uh, so to speak, a mentor from my prior career with a uh, rental car agency that I used to work for that I, I talk to on a semi-regular basis. And if I need some insight or feedback on things that are going on, whether it be uh, you know, work-related or you know, personal-related, uh, they they just have some really good insight, which helps me, you know, take a step back and view things from maybe a different perspective, um, you know. And as Bridget said, uh, you know, my my work colleagues I consider uh, like family as well. So you know, there's many people here I go to for different perspectives and feedback and advice. Um, of course, Chad Anderson, our, our GM, has a great perspective on on many outlooks, whether it's uh, personal things or business work related. But uh, yeah, so I, I try to take uh, some points and ideas from each and every individual I, I interact with, and that goes for my coworkers uh, as well. Okay, last of the easy questions. If you could be remembered for one thing, what would you want it to be? Bridget, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Um, well, I kind of have to go back to what Tom said, too. I mean, Tuesdays are definitely my favorite day. You know, sale day is is, is the bomb, you know, and it's it's why I like to do this. And so I would say I would want to be remembered for laughter, um, you know, either just doing it myself or making it happen. Um, I try to, like, have every Tuesday, I try to have a, a funny Tuesday thing where maybe it's just a meme I picked up or, or you know, something that actually happened. Um, and I just go around and tell everybody just to try to get them to laugh and relax a little bit and, you know, just remember that we're not getting out of here alive and, and you got to have, you know, you got to have a little fun along the way. And, um, you know, I would want to be remembered for that. What about you, Tom? Yeah, th- that's a great answer, Bridge. I, I love that answer. Um, I'm kind of on the opposite end of that. Uh, I, I guess... You know, same thing too in, in the workplace. I love I love to joke around with our colleagues and have a good time and you know take things with a grain of salt. When there's stressful situations, uh, I try to make light of it uh, because in the end we're we're solving problems. That's what we do, um, taking care of customers. But uh, really, ultimately, I just want to be remembered for being just being fair, being honest, uh, going the extra mile to provide excellent service to our customers. Um, you know, just being a good person to do the right thing. How have you seen the use of technology change over the years, especially in the past couple years, and what are some ways that you're using it to better serve your customers? Yeah, there, there's been a, a rapid change in the most recent years and advances in efficiency uh, with different different things that have to do with our, our, our industry. Uh, that being said, for example, um, you know, transport request, click of a button, you can order transport now. Um, it, it, it makes that efficiency much quicker to get a car delivered from point A to point B. Um, I, I think another thing has changed rapidly is the ability for uh, buyers, dealer owners to uh, purchase vehicles on simulcast um, at multiple times from different auctions. Uh, they, they literally can set up 
obviously they're 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 set up at their dealership and view multiple screens at one time and buy from multiple auctions at the one at the same time versus in the past it was these guys are probably on the road for four and five days a week and able to hit one auction per day and now they spend a lot of their time at their dealership um, with their teams and they're able to buy cars uh, simultaneously so it's like multitasking uh, there's been a lot of advances in in condition reports uh, with the technology uh, for example spin car uh, taking pictures of, of vehicles that's technology that's that's come a long ways um, getting pictures of the underside of the vehicle with the new technology that they have they can just drive over uh, just different market reports and tools that you know analyze market data and, and give you feedback um, a lot of this stuff can be used right from our cell phones. So you see, you know, buyers in the lanes now scanning you know, VIN numbers, and it, and it gives obviously you know important data to make proper buying decisions. Whether it's you know AutoCheck, Carfax, different market reports and tools at their disposal. So just the efficiency and flow uh, of that technology helps buyers make quicker, uh, more accurate, and efficient uh, decisions. What about you, Bridget? How have you seen technology change over the years and what are some ways that Akron um, is using it to better serve your customers? I, I think uh, I have to echo Tom. I mean, I think one of the biggest uh, changes in my lifetime has been, you know, watching guys switch from the paper books as evaluation tools to, you know, the cell phone apps on their on their phones. And it, it's just it's amazing, you know, to see that change, you know, of pulling a book out versus, you know, you have your phone there that is just, you know, giving you so much information compared to what they would get out of just, you know, a book that was published every month. Um, and then again, you know, to echo Tom, just the, the online buying, I mean, nowadays, you know, there, there are so many buyers that are in our lanes that I would have never thought they would have become computer guys. But when the pandemic hit, they had to. And now there's just so much more buying online than what we've seen in the past. And on, you know, working ifs on sale day, you just never know where in the country you're going to be calling or who you're going to be calling. And sometimes even internationally, um, you know, it, it's just, it's absolutely incredible. And I think that's uh, been the biggest change. Um, and, and, you know, as far as how we help our customers, you know, to go back to what Tom said, you know, those pictures and the CRs, um, you know, ha being able to provide that accurate information and, and being the eyes for folks to be able to make a, a good purchase decision is just absolutely amazing. I like the point that you guys brought up about being able to have customers from really all over the country. I think when I would help with ifs, it was always interesting for me to be like, oh, this person's like in Louisiana, this person's in Texas. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get to like call and talk to them just because those aren't normally people that you get to interact with every day. So it's always fun just to see the different places that they come from. Absolutely. What would you say have been one of the key factors to your success in digital in the digital sales aspects of the auction business? I think relationships. I, I think, um, you know, it all starts there. You know, you have to you know, there is always going to be issues when you're when you're dealing with cars um, and, and selling cars. Um, you're always going to need to have that ability to negotiate. And I think it's it's very easy to have effective communication when you have a good relationship. That's kind of the backbone of, of you know, what you're doing with your customers. Um, and I just think that's a, that's a real important aspect for us here at Akron. Yeah, I agree with Bridget on many of those points there. Uh, one thing that uh, I think we all can probably agree on is that, and for some it may not matter as much, but the human interaction has been lost with the digital aspects of technology. You know, um, you just spoke recently 
Abby, about you know, speaking to buyers from you know, different parts of the country. It's great to build those relationships. Uh, but the digital aspect is great in all of its efficiencies and what it allows us to do uh, to increase our productivity throughout the day. Um, but at the same time, I think that human interaction has been lost, so to speak. So I would say a, a key factor in success is really staying in front of your customer, uh, whether that is being out in the field, such as I am out in the field, uh, several days a week, calling on customers, visiting our accounts, uh, building and maintaining that uh, relationship. And, you know, that's just done through um, providing excellent service and just staying in constant communication and, and constant touch uh, with your customers. Um, and then, you know, of course, as, as issues arise, which they, they are always going to, it's an opportunity to solve a problem. But as, as issues arrive, we, we find a fair and way to um, take care of it and uh, make everybody happy on all fronts. A key part of being a successful business is staying innovative. How do you continue to stay innovative with technology that you are utilizing so you can stay competitive in the market? I would say when it, when it comes to innovation, that's obviously very important. Um, I think a key there is to uh, stay in communication with your peers, uh, with leaders um, in the industry. A lot of the best ideas that, that we get or, or I've gotten have been from other, other people that I talk to. And the, the nice thing about that is you take things that you think may work good for you and adapt to those and, and implement those into your everyday life or into your business. And uh, you put a plan together and follow those processes. Uh, but I think it's important to talk to others in the industry and uh, about the, the latest and greatest and take the ideas that you receive and, and put those into and put those into effect. Oh, well, I have to agree with Tom. I mean, I think that's a that's a, a great benefit. Um, I know he and I have talked many times um, and it's been you know, a great influence to me as, as far as knowing a direction to go. Um, I think when you can see, you know, something in the that's being used and you can implement that, it, it's just very helpful. Um, I also think, you know, pushing our partners for new technologies, which is something that we can all do together as well, um, you know, to get those upgrades that we want so that we can accomplish uh, new and different things uh, within our sale, you know. Um, one of the things I've been working on is, you know, a virtual sale so that we're kind of offering our online cars in lane. Um, just to try to use our auctioneers to market our cars to our to our more local customer base, um, and try to try to um, merge those two those two entities uh, within our business. So, um, I I just I think that uh, technology is just amazing what we can accomplish with it. So, since you have both worked on the digital sales side of the auction, uh, let's talk a little bit more about that. How do you think that offering this type of service at the level that both auctions do um, is benefiting your customers? Well, I, I think, you know, there's countless ways, you know, obviously we've touched a little bit on, uh, you know, the CRs and the pictures, uh, but I think the multi-tool that we use to, you know, post on the multiple uh, platforms, you know, online is amazing. The ability to both have the, you know, wholesale and retail at the same time and to offer the customers, you know, metaphorically, you know, a fishing lure in Lake Erie, Michigan, Superior and Huron at the same time and give them that ability it's just, it's just, you know, it's an outstanding um, and easy to sell thing to offer our customers. Yeah, definitely to uh, piggyback off of what Bridget had said about the multi-list, uh, really that, that boils down to uh, you know, time and efficiency. Um, I, I think that the, the technology there, which allows, again, our customers to, um, they usually list their own vehicles. It takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. Um, away from you know, sales at their dealership where 
with the Multilist tool, they can use that technology to automatically up list all their vehicles that are available for sale. They list it to the wholesale marketplace platforms. Uh, it's just, it creates much, much, much less work for the uh, customers so they can spend more of their time uh, you know, with their sales team and, and closing deals on the retail side at the dealership. So that, that definitely has been a big factor and a key to success. Um, I would also say that just that we talked about this a little bit earlier, but the transfer of information and the information you have at your fingertips just from you know, your cell phone when you're on the road or you're mobile and maybe you are visiting an auction, but you had the opportunity to buy from you know, multiple auctions. So I think technology has definitely added much value there uh, with the mobile apps, the technology, the information at your fingertips to make quicker and, and, and more accurate buying decisions. You both had touched on it a little bit earlier about building relationships with your customers. Uh, we all know that building relationships with them is important because it helps increase sales and customer retention. With the increase in digital sales and platform sales in the industry, what are some ways that you guys are continuing to build relationships with new customers or maintain those with uh, current customers? Yeah, yeah, good question. Uh, we did touch on that a little bit earlier. Uh, what what I feel is important, what I, what I do is, again, uh, I'm in the field uh, visiting our clients and customers face-to-face uh, you know, multiple times a week. And I, I feel like that is well time well spent because, again, you, you learn things from uh, these conversations about them as a person, individual, them um, as their business. Uh, you, know, you get feedback and you can bounce ideas off of each other, what's working, what's not working, uh, you're discussing market trends. Um, if there are issues or problems, uh, it's a good way to handle it. Uh, obviously, other ways are you know phone calls and emails and and follow up. So your your daily calls that should be a uh, an important practice of your daily business. Um, but I, I think the most efficient way because we do lose some of that human interaction is uh, if you can get out there face to face. That's awesome. We see our, our customers on sell day, interact, uh, discuss, talk, um, and if there's any problems or issues that arrive arise, uh, you know we we take care of those in a fair and timely manner. I, I have to just kind of echo what Tom said. I mean, and, and, you know, in this way, I don't think things have changed that much. I, I think getting in front of people is just so important, you know, keeping yourself uh, relevant to them and making sure that you're, you know, giving them information, but also showing interest in their business. And, and you know, like Tom said that and doing that, you get you know, feedback that helps you, you know, maybe just on your next stop, but maybe in, you know, something that you introduce on sale day. I mean, it, it's just, uh, it's, it's amazing what you can accomplish when you're face to face bouncing something off of a person and, and, you know, getting that communication line open and keeping it open is just, it's super important. And, you know, you get also to the point where you're sharing things that you have in common and then you're building a relationship off of those things that you share with that person. Um, and I think that just, uh, it hasn't changed much over the years because it's still just all about relationships. Mm -hmm. I think that's one thing kind of, I guess it sounds like both of us have in common that when you have like that key, I guess, foundation of customer service and wanting to do well, even as it starts to switch to a more digital side or start move that, moving that way, people forget sometimes that like a phone call to someone can go a long way. And so just even making a phone call to thank someone for logging on to buy online, um, you just never know how else then that person will be more comfortable to reach out to you in the future. Yeah. And, and for example, uh, one uh, thing that we focus on is, uh, you know, we work with the digital aspects of the wholesale marketplaces when we talk about OVE and smart auction and multi-listing for our 
how to gate anytime digital sales program. Uh, we, we like to get the information of the buyer to work those deals and call them. Um, many times we get caught up in the fact that we can just counter back at a number in the computer system. Um, they get a notification. We get a notification that they counter back. And we work a lot of deals that way, but we go as far lengths as to uh, you know, call those customers. Maybe it's a new customer. Maybe it's someone we already know. Um, but there's been some, some huge benefits in contacting the buyers and working those deals on the phone versus just the digital aspect. The digital aspect gets it started, but many times the, the actual conversation and that interaction is what closes the actual deal in many cases. Just to go that extra mile. Okay, final question. And this one might be the hardest. Who else do you think we should have on the podcast? Um, I don't have a specific person for you, but I think it would be interesting if you um, found some of the vendors, maybe even vendors for like, you know, the, the recon departments. Um, but I mean, also vendors with technology or just um, the vendors that, you know, do our overall um, operating systems. I think that might be interesting to have a panel of those folks on and, and do a podcast on that. Um, the partnerships that we have are invaluable and I just think that might be an interesting podcast. Yes, I, I would I think that having uh, an auctioneer on a podcast would be beneficial. Um, yeah, many many auctioneers, you know, they, 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 they obviously are working for several different auctions. They have a great perspective on the market, you know, the trends, obviously technology and and a lot of these guys have seen uh, things over the years that have really changed and impacted uh, the auto industry. Um, so I'd say an auctioneer or uh, maybe even a, a dealer owner or principal uh, of a dealership. Well, thank you so much, Bridget and Tom, for joining us on this episode of Live from the Lanes and sharing some insight on the ways that Akron Auto Auction and the Greater Rockford Auto Auction are utilizing technology. Thanks for having us. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Live from the Lanes, brought to you by the Greater Rockford Auto Auction. Don't miss a single episode by clicking the follow button. You'll receive a notification every time we release a new episode for you.